Hello everyone, my name is Casey and today we will be discussing divorce and the effect on childhood development. Divorce comes with a whole lot of baggage that, in general, might be overlooked. The constant back and forth between houses, the tension or fighting between parents, the stepfamilies, the double holidays, all of this is absolutely going to shape how a child develops. The effect of divorce on the development of a child is a long-discussed and researched topic that has puzzled researchers for decades. It is found that having parents who are separated influences behavioral, learning, and developmental aspects of a child's life. Through research, I was able to have a deeper understanding that children who endure a parental divorce have, a great, have great differences in how they behave, learn, and develop. Children of divorce seem to be fighting a war that children of parents who are still married are not, are not part of whatsoever. Children of divorce are juggling the struggles of maturation, life at school, and on top of that, life as a child of divorce. As a child of divorce myself, this research confirmed some experiences from my own childhood and adolescence that even my life, and even my life today and made me feel much more validated and understood. The behavior of children is something that fascinates researchers of childhood development because it provides a window into what is going on cognitively and or emotionally with the child. It has been shown that the behavior of children is greatly influenced by home life and the relationship between parent and child. According to an article by Jennifer McIntosh titled Enduring Conflict in Parental Separation, Pathways of Impact on Childhood Development, a divorce can represent the collapse of a vital archetypal structure, not only in their external world, but in their experiences of self. This collapse can cause an immense delay in behavioral maturity among children as acting out can be caused by the structural integrity loss of a family unit. According to the same article, children of divorce are more likely to use alcohol, cigarettes, and drugs later in life. They are more likely to rely on peer groups who use substances, are twice as likely to give birth to a child as a teenager, and are two and a half times as likely to have earlier marriages that correlate with increased propensity to divorce. Children of divorce, especially boys, are more likely to be um, especially disturbed. This statistic increases when violence is associated with the divorce. Research has found that children between the ages of five and eight are more likely to show their aggression in an attempt to distract the conflict. Uh, according to an article by Frank F. Furstenberg at the University of Pennsylvania titled Divorce and Childhood Development, there is a noticeable difference between the school behaviors of children who experienced divorce and children who did not. In an interview with teachers, this question was asked about each child in the teacher's class. In the past year, did this child have any behavior or discipline problems at the school which resulted in the student's parent being sent a note or being asked to come in and talk with the teacher or the principal? Overwhelmingly, the answer yes was associated with children of divorce and the answer no was associated with children who did not have divorced parents. In an interview with, of children at this school, the, this question was asked about behavior in school. In the past year, have you gotten into trouble with a teacher or principal for fighting with other kids at school? The same statistic occurred here. Overwhelmingly, the answer yes was associated with children of divorce, and the answer no was associated with children who did not have divorced parents. 
Based on this study, it is clear that marital separation and divorce is associated with a higher risk of behavioral problems at school. As stated in another article by Jennifer McIntosh titled Enduring Conflict in Parental Separation, children between the ages of 5 and 8 are more likely to display aggression as a result of coping with the parental divorce. Not only is behavior going to be affected in children who experience divorce, but actual learning abilities in school are going to be altered. Having a stable home life is key for success of children in school. Children who witness marital divorce or conflict or have gone through a marital marital separation have a harder time learning and retaining information as compared to children who come from stable home lives. My father is a special education teacher who specializes in math. He has taught students from grades 5 through 12 and provides a lot of insight into how students learn. Through his years of teaching, he has found that the overwhelming majority of students in his special education class comes from separated parents and conflict in the home. I asked him if a student's learning ability is influenced by home life and parental marriage marriage status. My father states, there is absolutely an influence on on a student's learning ability. A student who comes to school after mom and dad have been fighting or mom and boyfriend have been fighting are thinking about that rather than what is being taught to them. Those students who are living in these broken homes are unable to process new learning material because of their basic needs for love, warmth, and support that aren't being met. This statement by him is supported by Maslow's hierarchy of basic needs. According to my father, learning disabilities are diagnosed differently than mental handicaps. Learning disabilities are based off off of two tests, a basic IQ test and an achievement test. What marks the difference between mental disabilities and learning disabilities is that in learning disabilities, the IQ is normal or above normal, but the achievement scores are significantly lower than what should be associated with that IQ score. The achievement test score, in order for it to be considered a learning disability, will be two standard deviations below the IQ test, which is usually about 15 points, in either reading comprehension or math or both. Before these tests are done, as the student is coming up through school and teachers are recognizing that something isn't necessarily right, um, other accommodations are done, such as extra giving extra time on tests, giving extra time on assignments, uh, and just some extra help. Each of the students in a special education class have an IEP or an independent education plan. These plans are based off of performance and how a student is able to process information. I asked my father about how these IEPs differ from student to student and if conflict of the home has any influence on a student's learning ability. He states, that a student who comes from a home where parents were separated and conflict was occurring, the child is less likely to be read to at an early age, and that can really influence how a child is going to learn later in life. My father also stated that a child who comes from a home where the parental figures are separated, and especially when conflict is involved, it is less likely that a parent will ask the child about school, about homework, about grades, which causes the child to not practice these learning skills and puts the child way behind. What all this means is that a child's cognitive ability is there, but they are unable to compute and apply their knowledge to perform on a test 
and learn like any other student. This inability to perform can be influenced by the student's home life. Based on a study performed by Frank F. Furstenberg at the University of Pennsylvania titled Divorce and Childhood Development, it is found that there is a significant difference in a school performance, even having to be held back between children who come from separated slash divorced parents or parental conflict and children who come from stable homes with non-separated parents. <clears throat> this question was asked about their of parents about their child's performance in school. Has your child repeated any grades for any reason? This question, the vast majority of kids whose parents answered yes came from separated or divorced homes. This goes to show that children who are dealing with conflict in the home and or a separation or divorce of parents have a much harder time in school than children who have parents that are not separated. In the article, Enduring Conflict in Parental Separation, Pathways of Impact on Childhood Development, states that divorce or conflict in the home places the odds against all children in all families. Abraham Maslow established the hierarchy of needs, which explains that these needs must be met before learning can occur. Physiologic physiological needs, which are hunger, thirst, and bodily comfort. Safety, which is the security and freedom from danger. Belongingness, which is the sense of being comfortable with and connecting to others that results from receiving acceptance, respect, and love. All of these aspects of the hierarchy are, in one way or another, affected by and may not be met at all when a parental divorce occurs and especially when there is conflict in the home. The creative curriculum for preschool states that secure relationships with family members, teachers, and other significant people in a child's life are essential to learning. In a divorced family or a family of conflict, the child may not feel that they have a secure relationship with one or both of the parents, and this has been found to have a significant impact on a child's learning ability. A child's academic success is easily shaped by their environment, either at school or at home. If mom and dad are preoccupied by fighting, separating, and getting a divorce, they aren't going to be spending much time focusing on learning with their child. This impact, this can impact the child's learning ability throughout their academic career, not just when the divorce is occurring. According to the article titled Enduring Conflict in Parental Separation, Pathways of Impact on Childhood Development, a child's family environment and emotional attachment to parents provides the basic developmental needs of children. This article also states that a child who is experiencing parental conflict is having disrupted organization of emotional experience, which may have both escalating and cumulative developmental consequences. When normative parent parental functions are taken away due to conflict and separation, a child's ability to regulate his or, own, his or her own emotions are compromised immensely. When talking about development being altered by parental conflict and separation, we must understand that children at different age levels are going to process the separation differently and experience different developmental changes. Based on the studies performed by Frank F. Furstenberg, children who do not have a disrupted home are far less likely to encounter problems in school. 
report greater, they report greater satisfaction with their home life, and are more often described by their parents as doing well. This finding shows that the event of parental divorce or separation can place the child on edge of becoming problematic at school, being dissatisfied with life, and be developmentally delayed because of this instability. When thinking about how divorce is changing, how a child develops emotionally and cognitively, I think it's fair to say that children of different ages are going to process a divorce much differently. I personally was a freshman in high school when my parents got divorced, and I really can't say whether it was better or worse than if they would have done it when I was little. Um, I think it may have been better because I definitely was able to understand what was going on more. However, getting used to the back and forth, um, and even still now, I'm a sophomore in college now, it it's really hard to um, process that and deal with that emotionally. Um, so I feel like it would have been better in that aspect to have it happen whenever I was younger. But I think in the long run, I'm glad it happened when it happened. I mean, there couldn't have been necessarily a good time for it to happen. According to an article by Jennifer McIntosh titled Enduring Conflict in Parental Separation, Pathways of Impact on Childhood Development, five-year-old children especially are more likely to think egocentrically about the divorce and are more likely to self-blame. A five-year-old is unable to understand that parents play other roles besides being a parent, which causes them to think that the conflict is about them specifically. Kids at this age are going to tend to pick a side to try and simplify the conflict in their own mind. Children are unable to understand parental marital conflict until about the age seven. So these older kids from age seven to nine tend to have a more sophisticated view of the conflict and can conceptualize that change of the goal of at least one parent is required. Children at this age are very satisfied, are very sensitive to whether an argument has been resolved. This age group of children was found to have a higher rate of internal, internal, <laughs> internalizing and externalizing behaviors, health problems, and increased cardiovascular reactivity to when exposed to arguments. And that's all still from that article by uh, Jennifer McIntosh. And then according to the Frank F. Furstenberg in um, his article, children whose parents uh, divorce before the child starts school are at an additional disadvantage. This is because during the divorce, teachers at school can provide a lot of support and extra nurturance for a young child that they may require to be successful at that time. And when the child is at home, they aren't going to school. They're just missing that warmth, that nurture altogether. According to that same article by Frank F. Furstenberg, more recent separations are associated with a somewhat higher incidence of current distress and discontent with family life. My favorite quote from my research is from the article by Jennifer McIntosh. It states, yes, children are strong. Yes, developmentally robust. No, divorce, is, divorce does not have to be damaging. Yes, parents basically want the very best for their children. And yes, enduring, parent, enduring parental conflict places the odds against all children in all, family, in all families. 
I love this quote because it covers all the bases and leaves no questions to be answered. Children are notoriously resilient to change, to change, but they still endure hardships in divorce. Divorce does not have to be immensely damaging, but divorce will unavoidably cause changes to those involved, especially children. All children who endure, endure divorce and conflict are at a disadvantage. Through my research on this topic and from my learning throughout the semester in EDEC, I found that children's are, children are so malleable to their environment and that some, sometimes we just take that for granted. Children are like sponges to their surroundings and a divorce can heavily shape a child for the rest of his or her life. A divorce in a child's life can be a world-turning experience. I hope that these studies, research, and public that parents can realize the impact that they have on their child's life and ensure that they, as parents, are still providing the support system and emotional stability that children need to develop, learn, and behave the best that they can. For parents, I think it's very important to realize what their divorce and separation can potentially do to their child. That being said, I don't think it's right to say that parents shouldn't get divorced because constant fighting and parental unhappiness is not unhealthy for children either. Divorce obviously puts your kids at a disadvantage, but with time, as with me, they adapt and adopt their new life and find happiness and well-being in their separated world.